the moment I tried to pivot the idea was the moment that I decided to really quit my job. That brings me a really big trouble. Hello and welcome back to Indie Bites, the podcast where I bring you stories of fellow indie hackers in 15 minutes or less. Today, I'm joined by Damon Chen, who's the founder of Testimonial, a product that collects video testimonials that he launched back in December 2020 and has grown it to 13K MRR since then. Damon quit his stable job of eight years at Cisco to pursue his dream of building a better life for himself as an indie hacker. This didn't come easy for Damon as he launched several products that made zero revenue before hitting big with testimonial. He's also built some other fantastic products such as embed.so and channel.so, as well as inquire and support man or fellow indie hacker Noah Bragg. We cover all of his projects along with how it finally worked out for him with testimonial. But before we've got into it, I've got a very interesting new sponsor for you today and that is PodQ, which solves a big problem for me and likely for you listening too. So, when you discover a podcast while on Twitter or browsing the internet, how do you save it? It's super awkward to get your phone out, go into your podcast app, search for the show, and then either subscribe or add it to your queue. PodCue lets you save audio from anywhere around the web, from podcasts to YouTube videos and more. Just save the link and it will automatically sync to your podcast app of choice. PodCue is the missing listen later app for the audio on the web. There's a 15-day trial, then $5 a month afterwards, and use code IndieBytes to sign up to get an extra month free. Head to podq.fm, that is P-O-D-Q-U-E-U-E.fm, or hit the link in the show notes to give it a try. Let's get into this episode. Damon, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, it's great to have you. I've been following you for a while. I've been following since the IndieLog days. I remember my friend Dave Miranda put me onto IndieLog. I made my first video. I thought it was a fantastic product you were building take me back to then when you were building indie log some of your other projects like howdy influencer and backlogs talk me through your process of building these projects were you still working at the time and do you think any of those could have been successful sure so indie log was first built in the beginning of the pandemic because i worked for cisco and because back then almost all the employer asked their employee to work from home so it make me really uh, lonely. I like to be active on Indie Hackers, uh, but it, it is always text-based and I want to have a much warmer feeling. So the video is the way that probably can solve the problem. So that's why I built uh, Indie Log. Back then it was, the original name was called Lonely Deaf. And <laughs> I want to make it a video-focused community where people can just, uh, you know, upload a very short video to say, you know, what they have done in the past day. So that's why I built IndieLog. And after that, I built several other uh, projects, as you mentioned, Backlogs and Howdy. And those are sub-quest uh, projects that I just want to reset my mind, just want to uh, get distractions so that I won't get burned out from a single project. Building side projects is really a great way for me to you know, get myself distracted and not really to get burned out. So I just keep building projects. And uh, as I said, I was still employed and I got my bi-weekly paycheck. So I don't have really, you know, pressure to make money out of it. And not to mention mm-hmm. that IndieLog is a community and I don't, I just don't want to charge my community members there or my friends. Well, I, I, you touched on a really good thing there, an interesting point, which is building for fun and your enjoyment. You are building these projects to avoid burnout to take your mind off things and we sometimes hustle really hard on our side projects trying to make revenue but you had that paycheck and you were just building for fun i hope that people can still keep that essence of fun when they are building not only when they're making revenue from their products but at the start 
enjoy the process of building interesting things. Now, Damon, before mm-hmm. you started IndieLog and these other projects that I've been aware of, when you were at Cisco, the eight years you were there, did you build any other sort of side projects, little things that you were doing on the side? I was trying to, I was even trying to not even a technical product. I even, you know, try to become, you know, merchant on eBay or, you know, Shopify, try, just try to make money. Or I, I even try to become a photographer, try to, you know, just try to make money. So entrepreneurship is always in my mind. And uh, of course my background is technical and I just, uh, instead of doing totally different stuff and I still try to, you know, be on my track to see if I can make any money. So after these side projects that we talked about, IndieLog, Howdy, Influencer, Backlog, none of these made any revenue for you. So you could say from a financial perspective, these failed. But then another project came along called Testimonial, which you made 3K Mm. from in just 10 days. Talk me through the process of coming up with the idea, launching that, and then making the 3K in those 10 days. Okay, the idea was directly a pivot from uh, IndieLog. Because as I said, IndieLog shipped a lot of cool features into IndieLog. Of course, the core one, the main one is the video uploading, hosting, and streaming. The moment I tried to pivot the idea was the moment that I decided to really quit my job. That brings me a really big trouble, which is I'm going to lose my paycheck. I'm going to lose my job. So at that moment, I really feel a big pressure to make some money, at least be ramen profitable. I also don't want to push myself too hard because otherwise I got burned out. So I started to pivot my idea. You know, if I spent you know, another several months to, to make a product and in the end it turned out a failure and that is a huge opportunity cost for me. So I always think that if I can, you know, leverage what I already built, reuse as much code as possible and that 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 that, that that's even better right so because i'm a maker i keep building projects even that i don't make money out of any of my projects for me i don't have marketing team i don't have sales team so how can i sell sell those projects social proof is is immediately jumped uh, on top of my mind and i think you know if i can make a product that uh, can quickly uh, help other indie makers, other business owners to quickly collect uh, testimonials, especially video testimonials, and also provide a solution for them to distribute the testimonials onto their website. And that will probably, I'm not sure, that will probably make a hit. So I, and not to mention that I can reuse a lot of, quite a lot of uh, code from IndieLog, and I've actually made the MVP within a week and then launch it on Product Hunt. And that's why you said that I made 3,000 within the first you know, week. Damon, that's amazing because often people would have to go down the route of validation first of finding out that this is a problem that people want, that need solving, people want to pay for. Did you do any of that or did you go straight in with an idea that you think was going to make money and then just launch it on Product Hunt? Yeah, I think this is, is the second round. Uh, I, I don't even spend my time on validating the idea because the time that I spend on validating the idea and I can already just build the idea. You know, if people pay you money and that's the ultimate validation instead of people say, reply your thread and say, oh, that's really cool, I, cool idea and I'm going to buy. But, uh, you know, in the end, they, they will never come back and they will never be become a uh, customer. So you hit a nerve here with testimonials, as you say, very clear validation, 3K in 10 days. From then, you grew it pretty quickly. Now it's at sort of 13K MRR. What growth tactics did you use over the next uh, six to 12 months to to grow that? So I I just try to 
quickly uh, iterate the product based on the true feedback. The first 10 days is mostly the uh, lifetime deal. And after a lifetime deal, and I actually see the demand, I think, uh, and, and I'm a huge fan of the recurring business model and try to see if I can turn the product into a SaaS product. Mm -hmm. So I just announced it that three days later, there will be no uh, lifetime deal and it will only be subscription based. And of course, the, the announcement also brings me some couple of thousand revenue. And, uh, and after the lifetime deal ends, and only focus on the uh, subscription model. And yeah, there were quite a few things that I did. I test my pricing quite a lot. And in the beginning, the pricing was $10 per month and I just doubled it. And until now it is $60 per month. And I increased the price quite a lot. That really helps uh, speed up revenue growth. And uh, another thing that I did was I'm a solo founder and I can't really spend a lot of time, you know, some manual stuff like doing some code outreach, so that's why I try to implement as growth hack into my product. So that make my product uh, fully um, product-led growth. So there are quite a lot of things because TestFunnel has the premium version, but premium version uh, is feature uh, limited and quota limited. For premium user, they can collect two videos, but for from TestFunnel point of view, we will never collecting TestFunnels for you. So if a user, my customer collect uh, the third one, they have to upgrade in order for them to see those uh, extra ones. So that's one of the growth tactics. And of course, people can embed the testimonial into their website. And if they're using the framing version, and there is always a uh, powered by testimonial uh, logo. And uh, I just want to try to automate as much uh, stuff as possible so that I can fully focus on building the product and also do some marketing stuff like building public on Twitter. <laughs> so which is the stuff I really uh, like to do. Now you're at 13K MRR. Fantastic to see your success with it. And Damon, you've got some other projects. You've launched a few. I guess it's a sort of fulfilling your desire to to build things. You were saying earlier that some of your earlier projects, you built them because they were fun. And I see that embed.so and channel.so were kind of that for you. Embed.so is very much using a lot of the code you had from IndieLog and Testimonial. Totally, totally. And I think it's a really cool product personally. And Channel as well, when you built it, you messaged me when you launched that. It was a fantastic idea, brilliantly executed. So talk me through those projects in particular. Are they making any revenue at the moment? I, I know you don't spend too much time on them. You bet also has uh, $150 <laughs> MR channel that didn't uh, bring me any any revenue yet. But I think the output is always depend on how much input that I you know gave to those projects because I didn't really spend much of my time working on my side hustles because for me right now, the testimony is my main uh, focus. So yeah, it's, it, it is still growing, but uh, not really fast. Do you think you would like to spend any more time on growing them to sort of de-risk yourself for a chance where testimonial might drop or plateau and you have these other projects that might bring you in a bit of revenue? That there are still some uh, really cool features that I, you know, just uh, note it down for uh, embed also. For me, that I just uh, don't want to, you know, dedicate my effort on a single thing. For me, if I choose to do something on uh, embed also, I will only do it if testimonial can take some benefits uh, out of it. So if it is only okay. for embed also, and uh, I just uh, don't want to spend too much time on it because it's just, uh, you know, 2% of my whole revenue. So you've got all of these projects, all of these strings to your bow, Damon. You're obviously spending a lot of time on testimonial. That's your focus. It's doing well. 
And you recently acquired Support Man or fellow indie hacker mm-hmm. Noah Bragg. Mm-hmm. Tell me mm-hmm. why you bought that, acquired it off him, and like how that's doing for you now. Where does that fit into the mix of Damon Chen's projects? Yeah, okay. I think uh, Tesla has a lot of potential or integrating with uh, some big ecosystems and uh, uh, Intercom is one of them because if you're familiar with Intercom and at the end of the support conversation and Intercom will pop up some emoji asking the uh, customers to to leave a review. And for Tesla, I think, uh, you know, if a customer leave a four-star or five-star review, and it's, it means that Tesla you know, the customer is on the peak of their uh, excitement and they're more likely to, if you follow up with them, asking for a testimony and uh, they will probably do it. So for support man, it's also a cool intercom app. Uh, one of my friends, also a very inter- uh, active person on Twitter. Support man, wh- what, it, what it does is it will sync all those uh, intercom feedback to your uh, Slack channel. You know, in case that a, a really angry customer leave a one-star or two-star review and you can, you know, your, your support team can Im- immediately uh, follow up with that not really happy customer and see what's going on. So I think it would be a really good uh, complement to uh, support uh, testimonial because testimonial will cover those happy customers. And meanwhile, the support mail will cover those, you know, angry customers. And uh, I think it was just a coincidence because back then I was just uh, starting uh, the intercom stuff and uh, just uh, sent out a tweet saying he wants to sell support mail. Mm-hmm. And because we are in the uh, Slack channel so that I can just directly uh, message him. And uh, he originally asked for a 30K or something. Uh, and I just uh, ne- negotiated a little bit. And uh, I think we get a deal at the 20K. And it happens pretty quick because uh, I already know him. And he's a legit people. The the, the, the deal, uh, I think it's, it's, it, it happens less than uh, two hours. So it's <laughs> And also, Damon, over the past year, you've absolutely blown up on Twitter. I remember when I first found you, again, through David Miranda, when you were building... Uh, indie log you're at about a thousand followers you're now at 27,000 almost 30,000 what's been your strategy for growing on twitter and do you use any good tools to help you grow i i can also say there is a strategy because you know for me there's always a strategy which is to just be uh, genuine be humble and uh, be an dog. and because for, for me I, i'm not a top talent i also said in my past tweet that i'm just a, a mediocre software engineer i spent eight years working for Cisco, but I'm still not even promoted to tech lead or something higher title. So I'm definitely a mediocre. So I'm trying to just be humble, try to be an uh, underdog and um, try not to teach people, but just try to share my own story just to resonate with uh, the rest of people. So that's my strategy. Damon, I finish every episode on three recommendations, a book, a podcast and indie hacker, indie hacker entrepreneur that you follow or been inspired by. Uh, one of the recent book that I read is uh, "Get Acquired," written by Andrew Gastaki. Podcast I listened uh, to uh, my first meeting. Indie hacker entrepreneur is definitely uh, Peter Levels. You know my all-time favorite. His twelve startups in twelve months really inspired me. So that that's why I, I built several uh, projects uh, before really launching uh, Testimony. Well, Damon, thank you so much for joining me and sharing your story. Appreciate you coming on. Sure. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of Indie Buys. All links for everything discussed will be in the show notes, as always. If you want to save audio from the web, check out today's sponsor, PodQ. And if you want to hear more from me and my journey, I have another weekly podcast called No More Mondays, which you'll find in all good podcast players. See you next week.